to episode 158 of those millennials podcast today i'm your humble grateful extremely thankful still thankful host gave a classic i'm here with my nearest and dearest my boys and friends in real life rail's hitting the brown already rail how you doing how's your pockets how's your mental health right it's an audio podcast Real, you have to say something it don't even matter bro i just just lost the lakers just lost Series is over bro we'll get to that this is we'll get to that yeah you and of course um the day Dustin comes on the pod is the day the the, the Denver Nuggets go up 2-0 in the Western Conference Finals against the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, Dustin, how you doing? How's your pockets? How's your mental health? We're doing good on this side. Uh, mental health is, is sure. a little struggling with the Nuggets sure. right now. So you, you yeah. and Gab turned up all the way. 2-0 and, oh. and, and 1-0 and over there. Oh, man. It's all smiles over there. Oh, yeah. You know, it was funny. You know how the NBA came out with the, the pick'em brackets? Well, in my bracket, I had the Heat and, and the Nuggets in the finals, and everybody was clowning my ass to start. Hey, right now, that's not going to – I'm going to just say right now, I bet the NBA bosses don't want that. ESPN don't want that because that's going to be a not-watched NBA finals that much. Anyway, all right. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just being real. All right, so thank you guys for listening. Uh, we appreciate all the love. Everybody that watched uh, us on YouTube, I saw the YouTube got to 100, uh, 100 views. Shout out to you guys that watched on YouTube. We love you. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. You got to 100 views? What was this? Just anything. Um, anyway, <laughs> keep up the good work. Don't forget to like, favorite, subscribe. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, sub, sub up if you're new around here. Please subscribe. Uh, if you're listening on Apple, leave a review. Uh, leave a comment and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Uh, all right. So before we get to the game, because we're recording this literally right after the game, live reaction. What time is it? I want to be correct. It is eight forty-three on a Thursday. Uh, like Rel and Dustin just said, the Denver Nuggets just went up two two zero on the Lakers, and we'll get to that. We'll get to the, the that's probably going to be the meat of all this. But first, as always, we like to do we like to. We like to do our not list before uh, things get started. Um, not, not list is not really robust, and it's going to be NBA basketball sneaker related still. Um, and then we'll get to our topics. Uh, we'll get to the draft. We'll get to Victor Wembanyama. Uh, what my Sorry, Blazers uh, should do in the NBA draft. Um, yeah, and we'll get. Oh, and uh, JJ. We're gonna talk about John Morant, but we'll get to JJ's Reddick, specifically his comments about John John Morant um, and how to meet All right, but first, not list. Just how just how it sounds. It's a if, for those who are new around here. It's a list compiled of stuff that we're not gonna talk about, but technically it just gives us a reason to talk about. It. Just how it sounds. Uh, first and foremost, number one on not list. Uh, there's only four on the not list today, so. Uh, leaks, and I'm I'm always careful with this. So it's been leaked. Anthony Edwards' signature sneaker with Adidas has been leaked, and I like it. um, I came on here and killed Adidas basketball, so I don't want to reiterate that. But I actually, again, and again with leaked photos, you want to be careful because this might not be the final product, you know. But from what it looks like, 
I can see the vision. It gives me Harden slash Dame vibes. It's a little, you know, it's a little both a bit of both of those and those. And I can see how they can do some fun colorways with the cage. So um, look it up, check on your Googles. Uh, it, you know, so Anthony Edwards sneaker is on the way. Also, another thing say this: uh, the, the, hard, the Hardens are nice too. Like, I, I, that's another shoe that I slept on, but then when I got them, I got them in my hand. I actually got a pair of those now. Those Hardens are nice. And um, in another sneaker news, um, uh, Sabrina and Nescu sneakers were official. They were official images leaked of those today as well. Those actually look pretty good. Um, I want to see those in hand, so I can't wait to go into a Nike and check uh, I'm cool on these. Those looks all right. Um, uh, number two on the not list. Um, Yeezy, uh, Adidas plans on selling Yeezys again. So apparently, in the uh, why are you guys shaking your head? Adidas is planning to sell because, of course, they were gonna fucking sell Yeezys again. We're I mean, who didn't know them they, they, it came out last month that they were, I think, they lost upward of like close to uh, 200 million dollars in sales because, because they were just holding on. How much was it? It was close to like 500 mil. 500 they're sitting, mil. And they're sitting on like 1.3 billion dollars worth of stock. New Adidas stock and they were just sitting on them. So now they're going to be selling those uh, real soon. Kanye West gets 15% still because he owns part of the name, the Yeezy brand. Um, and then they said some of the proceeds they was going to give to charity. So it's going to be interesting to see if there's still hype around the sneaker, even though Kanye West is no longer technically... Um, with Adidas, so that's going to be very interesting for sneaker news. Um, and you guys have any comments about that? No, I you know, Adidas, <laughs> y'all not even in my top shoes in the world. Taking L's, um, just I gotta say, like Kanye said before, Yeezy jumped over Jumpman, and now that he's not a part of it. Adidas faltered, and now Adidas is. I heard they're coming out with a bang, though. I heard the first sneaker that Adidas sneaker they're bringing back is going to be the Pirate Blacks. So I already know how those are going to go. Those are going to fly off shows because I think those are ones that really hasn't really come. I know they re-retro. They brought back the Turtle Doves a couple times. They brought back the Zebras a couple times. But the Pirate Blacks, they haven't really brought back like that. So I expect a lot of people to be outside picking up some of those Pirate Blacks. Um <clears throat> I think that's all I got for sneaker stuff off the top of my dome. Oh, um, one more thing. So this is all that's still counted as one. Uh, next year, and I'm going for these for sure. Uh, next year they say that the Galaxy phone posits are coming back. The sneaker that literally people died over. R.I.P. Uh, one of the best phone posits of all time. One of the most hyped sneakers of all time. Arguably, Nike's best year when they released. Those sneakers they released the the KD uh KD four Nerf, uh they released the LeBron seven Big Bang, and the Kobe. I forgot the name of Kobe, so off the top of my head, but that was like the best Nike All Star release out of all the sneakers that they dropped. It was pretty cool. So yeah, man, uh, Galaxy Phone Pods is coming back. Um, I think when they first when they came out, they were like 180. I think they're going to be upwards of like 230 or 240 when they come out this time. So see if you guys can afford those. Um, all right. Number two on the not list. <clears throat> uh, this happened recently. I'm, you know, I'm wearing the shirt right now. So Las Vegas Aces head coach Becky Hammond has been suspended for two games without pay for violating leagues 
and team respect in workplace policies. Um, this one, apparently, I, I don't know super all the details, but apparently Dierica Hamby, who was formerly known, who was formerly on the, the Las Vegas Aces, um, filed a complaint because she felt like she was being mistreated and misused um, by and, and bullied was the word that was in quotation that was used uh, by Becky Hammond because she was pregnant. Um, <clears throat> so I don't even know how to go about this. So I just kind of wanted to bring this up. You know, this this three this three men in here talking about that. Um, Becky Hammond much recently came out and, and said that she didn't she she has she didn't feel like she bullied uh, Dierica, and you know they're just it's it's a it sounds like it's just a, a back and forth of. Um, I just the only thing I would say is I just don't like how Swift. I mean, it's bad enough like WNBA like it's. I wouldn't say like there's a lot of issues going on as far as like organization, legal. But I mean, I just don't like how like they took they took the pick and like it was just a bunch of shit. Like you know, like I'm not saying like, oh yeah, like, thank no. you. They we they they the uh, the the Las Vegas Aces lose their 2024 first round pick, right? 2025, 2025 first round pick. Yeah. Well, I mean, which in WNBA, like first round picks don't mean shit because they re- they release they release them after they play of the year most of the time anyways nowadays. So it don't even mean anything. But my thing is. WBA stop trying me. This I don't know. I just wish there was. A, I don't know. I wish that maybe there was a better way to go about this. Yeah. Um. Like I said, I have I have no real comments. I just I mean, <clears throat> clearly when. Because what's the point of finding a team that in the league that's barely making money? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like where's the where's the fucking money going when this league barely makes any fucking money as is? Um. Dierica was clearly upset of how the Las Vegas Aces uh, let her go because uh, when she was, I think, I don't know if it was waived or traded. I don't want to use the wrong terminology. She was traded to the Sparks. She was traded. Okay. I, I, I thought she was, you know, when she was traded to the Sparks, she left this really long, big Instagram message talking about how there was misconduct within the organization and the, the truth would come to light. Uh, yeah. So, you know. We'll see how that goes. Um, the WNBA season literally starts um, tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow. Saturday. With um, no, no, no. The Aces start Saturday, but tomorrow is the the the, Mer- uh, the Mercury versus the Sparks tomorrow. How the Aces don't have no home games on the open the weekend? Like, come on, <clears throat> WNBA, get your shit together. <laughs> and I mean, I'll be back. At least I'll be in town for the Aces play the Storm on Saturday, so that's gonna be fly. I'll um, be there. That'd be fly. All right, so number three, uh, I just added it to the not list, guys, um, because it's you know. So I'm just, I, I kind of want to talk about. No, actually, I'm not even gonna do that. So we're just gonna go ahead and skip. Let's get to the game first, and then we'll talk about John Morant and his comments. We we let it simmer and, and talk enough. So obviously, right after the game, the Denver Nuggets pulled away and somehow won 108-103 against Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, a game where I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna and, and I know I Skip I know what Skip Bayless is doing right now. He's warming up his voice for tomorrow morning. He's doing one of these. <clears throat> he's drinking salt water. He's drinking tea because I know he's gonna have a lot to say. This was again. This was so to me. This was the first game LeBron was old to me. It, it felt old. I know he was tired. Definitely, definitely tired. You could tell every time the camera zoomed in on his face, he was tired after the second quarter. Um, he play, ended up playing. Um, I thought I had it rare. He played forty minutes. 
Yeah, yeah, he played 40 minutes. Um, if you game. just look at the stat line, this is one of those games where you just look, if you look, was to look at a stat line, you, you'd be like, oh, he played all right. But no, he, um, I can count. There was like five plays where they were uncharacteristic, uh, capped off by that open dunk that was supposed to be reversed that wasn't. Um, bro, the ball was slippery. Like, bro, bro, the ball was slippery when he got his hands on it, bro. He, he he looked like he jumped and he was like, "Oh fuck, I'm this high," and then he like lost the grip of it. Like he, ball, he like you, you can tell the ball was wet when he when he when he first dribbled it. The ball was wet. Yeah, get the cape out, real. Get the cape out. Um, look. Uh, before that play, LeBron missed. He mistimed his jump and missed a wide open layup that was right under the rim. Oh, um. His shot shot selection was not great. I will say this defensively, he was he was fucking pretty good. It was a, it was a fucking A minus, B plus defensive game is for him. But obviously at at this age, it, it takes a lot a lot of out of him. Uh, Jamal Murray went from a pumpkin in the first half to being uh, you know, the first three his, quarters. The first his, three quarters <laughs> doing his best Jason Tatum game six impression. Um. We saw Tristan Thompson for a brief stint out there. We saw Reggie Jackson. 30 seconds. Um, what else happened? Where oh, the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers started Jared Vanderbilt in the first quarter, which and and, and, and you know it, it looked like it, it worked for a little bit. Uh, so Dustin, since you're here, uh, we're gonna start with you, obviously. So biggest takeaways: what you liked, what you didn't like, what do you feel like your Nuggets need to work on uh, for Game Three. And yeah, man, uh, what'd you think? So going into this game, I was anxious and nervous because, you know, it's fucking LeBron coming to town. Like he, it's kind of like Tom Brady. Like when you have LeBron on your team, you're guaranteed like a chance at any game. Right. And we came out, we looked good in the first quarter. Look, it was a little sloppy. We came out like slow. That's the, that's kind of the nuggets MO. It's either we come out, we smack you in the face or you come out and smack us in the face. And that's what the first quarter was. I mean, we came out with the lead at like 27, 25. And then the second quarter, it just we couldn't get a basket to fall. Um, and then our like we we bitch too much about the refs. Like you could see it multiple times throughout that whole game. You got KCP running up to the ref while he's running down the floor. You got uh it's the Nuggets have a really bad history of doing this. And it, it costs them games you because – You guys are not Luka. You guys are not Luka bad, though, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's still, in my opinion, that's one thing, like, I wish the Nuggets would just do is just kind of like, hey, it is what it is, just fucking lock in and play. When they stopped bitching in the fourth quarter, I mean, they went on that huge run and their defense carried them. Um, I mean, there was a, a stint there of, like, seven minutes where the Lakers didn't have a field goal attempted or a field goal made let me say a field goal made for like seven minutes and on those in that stretch i think the nuggets went on like a 10-0 run or like a 12-0 run something like that and like we look good and i had to say it jamal murray saved our ass he hit a couple of those tough step back threes in lebron's face and ad's face and then mpj like sometimes when he shoots it with a contested defender i'm like dog what are you doing then it goes in i'm just like all right cool like let it be um Aaron Gordon's got to figure out where he's got to be on the court. Uh, he when he's not in that dunker spot, he just looks lost. And when you got Rudy, yeah, he he just looks lost. And the worst thing is is six on four when he's out there. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And when you got AD who wants to roam, and you're sitting in the dunker spot, and Jokic makes a move 
to the basket or our guys are driving in ad has a clear shot to block it it's just it's just tough to do you know and i gotta gotta give hats off to jamal he played his fucking heart out in the fourth quarter and that's what eventually won us the game um and shout out to bruce brown for you know stepping up and playing big minutes i mean I'm just looking at the minutes played. Jamal played 43 minutes. I mean, you on his ESPN interview, he had like to take a quick moment to catch his breath. You had Jokic who played 42, Aaron Gordon who played 39, and then Bruce Brown who played 37. That Bruce Brown played more minutes than KCP after Casey's P success in Green Game One. Uh, the foul no, trouble kept him out. the foul trouble kept him out, but Bruce Brown, one. Bruce Brown brings a different level of scoring to the Nuggets that KCP can't. Uh, and Bruce Brown can initiate the offense when Jamal Murray's getting smothered or like trying to get somebody set up. And KCP, like he's a three and D guy, in my opinion, and that's how the Nuggets use him. And Bruce Brown, he can bring the ball up, he can drive it to the hole, he can, you know, hit hit the he can hit the shots, not as much as KCP, but and Bruce Brown, like he's a better switch defender too than KCP. K, uh, uh, Bruce Brown, just a hack, bro. Bruce Brown, just a hack. So uh, just, just go ahead, just go ahead and stop that, bro. Stop lying to the people. Bruce Brown are just a hack. So um, is KCP. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I do gotta say though, like that fourth quarter performance by uh Jamal and MPJ hitting those shots. I mean, that's what really kept us in the game was those two guys. And like Jokic is uh, like another triple double for him. And like he didn't even shoot the ball well. He started the game off four or five. And then he Lakers finished a really good defense. Yeah, and he finished a nine of twenty one. So like the second spectrum stats come out so I can look at him, but I, I'm pretty sure the best defender on Jokic tonight was LeBron. Yeah, he was. There was a lot of turnovers, and LeBron forced a lot too. Yeah, especially especially in that especially in that pick and roll with Michael Jeff Porter. Yeah. When Michael Porter came off that uh pick and roll, he tried to throw it over top of LeBron. LeBron would tip it and go the other way. So, like like I said, LeBron, man, hats off to him. Like I said, uh, the LeBron played, again, don't let the media in. Like, there's going to be a lot of talk about LeBron's. Again, well well deserved, too, because he, this was, again, I'm, this was. It's not on LeBron. It's not on LeBron. It's not all on LeBron. I'm not saying that. It's, but this was the first old. 2% on LeBron if it was 100%. It's 2% on LeBron. Two, two fucking percent. Out of nine, out of hundred. Right, well, well, before I, since you want to speak, um, I'm gonna let you rock. Go ahead and speak before. Before I go, go ahead. Go ahead. You already went, bitch. What the fuck you talking about? You're the <laughs> fuck you say what you fucking gonna say. Four. Why you get? I'm, I'm just giving you. I'm just, I'm, just, this is, I'm just giving you. I'm just giving you banter. I'm just saying. I'm, just, I'm, oh, not, I'm, just I'm, not saying I'm, I'm letting you rock. If you you haven't spoken yet, so I'm, you can go ahead and, t- and go. I'm gonna be quick. Okay. I don't have much to say about this fucking series. <laughs> okay. Or this fucking game, anyway. Um, LeBron's old, but he's in Robin mode. So the the one I'm concerned about is is the bitch with the eyebrows that shoots what he should that shoots what he does. I'm sick of his shit, bro. Like I'm literally fucking tired of it. Like it's and it's not even the fact that like yeah you bring it defensively, but AD you can score so much without even having a single play drawn up for you. So I just think that like AD AD his lack of dominance on the ball. The fact that Rui Hachimura led the school was the leading scorer for most of the That's game. The first time we brought up Rui, yeah. Go ahead. The fact that Austin Reeves was our – I mean, no, no no disrespect to Austin Reeves, but he shot 5 and 9 for 3, but he was our best shooter. You know what I'm saying? You fuck know, that. so he it's was like – Fuck all that. He he was arguably the best offensive player on the court for the Lakers. And that can't happen when, like I said, LeBron – I'm not following LeBron in year 38 
I mean, eight thirty eight years. I like how you just mix both of them. <laughs> yeah, you know, like he goes over six from from the three, but he still has a decent efficient game. Like he finished at the rim. LeBron's doing all he can. The person that's gonna get the touch and the opportunity because Jokic can't do shit with him is supposed to be AD, but he doesn't. So LeBron's gonna get serious. killed tomorrow. So if you're a LeBron, um, apologist, but for what supporter. we killed for what? Why, is it Why are you yelling at me? I'm telling you what's gonna happen tomorrow. What is he gonna get killed for? This is AD's team, right? Braun is in Robin mode. Jarrell, he's just I'm, there to block the shot to get the rebound. AD scored forty I'm, and ten, I'm not and then turn around. I'm, I'm just telling you what's gonna happen tomorrow. This, I'm just fucking sick of Anthony he's gonna Davis. Get killed on he's gonna get killed on that show with that the, with with, uh, with with bitch Bayless and Shannon Sharp. He's gonna get killed on. Yeah, he, well, he probably won't get killed on first things first. Can um, can I I I got something to throw on? The threes down the stretch. The threes, the threes, threes down the stretch were in a vise. Will Bond said this, I think it was either before the game or at halftime, talking about Anthony Davis, saying it's kind of the normal for Anthony Davis to have a big game, and then he no-shows oh, the, the next game. Off? yeah. Yeah, and he's like, see, is, he said that this is the new norm for AD, and like, as much as I, like, I disagree with that, but he's not wrong. I mean, this also happened in the Golden State the- Series, too. No, but I mean, but this also, but I mean, the whole thing is, uh, is that when AD... It's, he's not wrong because if you look at it, it's always good game, bad game. But my thing is, it's just that the, it's always the same shots. You know what I'm saying? It's never the and, I, and sometimes it's maybe like you know in the Memphis series, I can question his aggressiveness level. But it's, I'm like AD. These are literally the same shots, and because it's not Monday, but it's Wednesday now, you're not gonna make the same 15 footer. AD was uh AD and Van and AD and D'Angelo have the worst uh, have the two plus the two plus worst minus on the Lakers. Um, I um, damn, I lost my train of thought. I, I AD only made four shots uh, total, which you know again there will be some people talking about him, but I, this is the Lakers. There, this is what I wanted to say. The Lakers played well enough and hard enough to win this game, right? Um. Jamal Murray obviously shut the door, knocking down his his shots down the stretch. But even when he was hitting those shots, the Lakers fought back and battled back. Where it just a a couple of these shots that tie again exhausted everybody on the court was exhausted except Austin Reeves for some strange reason, which for whatever reason Darvin Ham just refuses to play Austin Reeves forty minutes, which I don't know why he just doesn't do that. Um, you're cool playing Bron in 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 AD. 40 plus, but you don't want to play your third best player 40 plus, which is interesting to me. Um, so there was I also this, feel like there, I also feel like Joker, the, the AD should be shadowing Joker. There's too many minutes where they're not all, like, like they're like, he with like he goes with that Rui lineup and then versus eight first, but AD and Joker should always be on the court together at the same time. Yeah. And Mike Malone snuck some minutes where, uh, where, where Joker was out there when AD was getting his second to no, his last rest. Um, I mean, that was just going to happen from the nature reading. I think AD actually – I think Ham did a good job of getting him a rest at that point, to be honest with you. Um, can I can – I, I'm going to throw something in this because sure. this is something that everybody has been saying about the Nuggets, and I'm going to tell y'all, y'all better throw some fucking respect on them. Everybody was saying after game one, oh, the Nuggets ain't going to shoot like this ever again. Like, oh, this, they're just lucky, you know, that they shot this well percentage. If, if you've been following the Nuggets the whole playoff series, the Nuggets have been a great shooting team. Right. And 
and even in the Phoenix series, especially at home. But in the Phoenix series, the Nuggets were a great Phoenix turnstile, so you can yeah. But but even before that, even in against the Timberwolves, the Nuggets have been a great defense of the Timberwolves. Keep going. I'm, I'm just saying, when you got a, a former two-time defensive player of the year and oh, Anthony Edwards, he's hey, just anything. a big traffic cop. Hey. Keep going. But, but listen, what, they, but what they, I'm, they, we had to give up the many, the most points until game one, and all playoffs. The Lakers had to given up that many points all playoffs versus Golden State and Memphis until yeah. game one versus Nuggets. So well, they're going to get they, better they, offense. The, the Nuggets has a better offense. That the matchups are a little different. Um, yeah, so. But uh, like, I'm, like I'm saying, Warriors, the Lakers, the Lakers outbid the Warriors. They can't outbid the, the 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 Nuggets. That's not gonna happen with with. Go ahead, Dustin. But like I'm saying, everybody I saw on Twitter was sitting here saying, "Oh, the Nuggets ain't ever gonna shoot like that again." Well, like I'm looking at the stats again. I mean, <clears throat> we pretty much shot the same. The only thing that we really like stood out to me more was the Nuggets shot 37 percent from three pointer versus Lakers 27. But what I'm trying to say is, is everybody in the media, everybody on Twitter saying, oh, the Lake Nuggets can't shoot like that ever again. This is just a fluke. You haven't been watching the Nuggets. They've been doing this the whole playoff series. Like, you, we're the number one playoff offense I will, for a fucking I reason. I say is you guys have, but Jamal Murray has had some duds where he didn't end up catching fire towards the end like he did in this game. Yeah, he had some duds in the Phoenix series where they would like literally the games where you guys needed them. You guys probably should have swept the, uh, the the Phoenix Suns because but Jamal Murray threw up some duds. But he came be roll. He was the Undertaker tonight. He, you thought he was dead and he fucking rolled some ashes. Yeah, and let me tell you, that's that's why the Nuggets need him. Yeah, that's why. This is why for the last year and a half, two years, I've been preaching. Wait until Jamal gets healthy. You'll see the reason why the Nuggets are... Zach Lowe gonna... was basically saying the same thing go two years ago before Jamal. Um, adjustments before we move on. Do you have any adjustments? Rev, do you have any adjustments for Ham and the Lakers for to do in Game 3? Any different... Overall, as, as far, if I'm being serious about the series, I don't think the series is over. I think the series is right where I want it to be because, you know, you take care of home court, we take care of home court. I don't really think that there's much more you can adjust, but play your best adjustment is to play still better. Lost at home if you hit, if you tell me we lose by five, and Murray shot two happy birthdays, <laughs> cool. I'm good. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. We, happy birthday, Jamal. I even I just googled it today. Oh, it the is. Nuggets can say the same thing. That birthday. bank three at the top at the top corner right corner by Austria. Yeah, I mean, fun. but the whole thing's but the, I mean, but that kept us in the game. They With actually LeBron holding on his ankle at the other end, and Austria's banks in three. It's fucking crazy. The camera pans to LeBron. He's sitting there with the big ass grin on his yeah, face, like, shaking his head. Fuck. Um, <laughs> you have any adjustments for? Do you think the Nuggets? What adjustments do you think the Nuggets are gonna make? Uh, uh, Dustin for for the Lakers in the second round, or do you feel like they need to not make any adjustments? Uh, the one adjustment I would say is, is they got to figure out this fucking bench unit. This bench unit when Jokic is sitting for like the end of the, you know, the well, first quarter. Nine guys I just saw. That's interesting. Uh, he his rotation his, was in the rotation. His his rotation all his his rotation all playoffs has been eight guys. Yeah. It's been eight guys, and tonight he played nine because of early Reggie, foul trouble. Reggie came in, Reggie and came Reggie played about three minutes, and I got rudely reminded why three minutes was too much for him. Uh, yeah, he just didn't look like he was ready for play action, playoff action, which I don't blame him. He hasn't played he had the playoffs at all. Just you can't just throw that man into the playoffs thinking he was ready for playoff intensity. That's, that's yeah. 
but after after we signed him, it, it didn't look like it worked out. And same with Thomas Bryant. I, there's a famous quote by Mike Malone saying, you got to ask Thomas Bryant why he's not seizing his opportunity. And after that, that he was pretty much buried in the on the bench. What I what I'm curious is you were more likely to see DeAndre Jordan than Thomas Bryant. Keep going. I, I'm just what? curious to see when <laughs> when Mike Malone actually pulls that trigger, bringing in DeAndre or Zeke Naji into the mix when when Jokic goes out. Because playing Aaron Gordon at the five, yeah, it worked out a, a little bit tonight, but. Once Jokic stepped off the court, that's when the Lakers made that huge run and went up by what, 12? 10, yeah, it was about, yeah, it was in that range. And like, that's the only thing I got to say is, is what he's doing now, he's doing great. Um, having Bruce Brown close out over KCP, I thought was actually pretty smart. Uh, he also needs to stop giving Jeff Green more than 15 minutes because uh, he's hard to watch on the Come defense. Oh man, Uncle end. Jeff was cool. All right, uh, adjustments for me for the Lakers. <clears throat> um, again, we hardly said his name, but Rui Hachimura in the first half was fucking unbelievable. He didn't miss a fucking shot. He hit everything. The first time he missed in his entire game was a fucking awesome uh, ATO out of the fucking break, wide open three, and he fucking air melted. It was it, it was he's like surprised as fuck that he was open. And that's how he fucking missed it. Um, uh, I think they got to find a way to get more Rui some more minutes. Uh, I think that's really easy, easy to do. I, I want to say for Ham, I want to say this. Um, I, I think it's. I think it's less minutes for D'Lo time. I think like you want. I think in the first quarter you see if he has it. Like D'Lo's one of those players too, where you can kind of tell in the first quarter, in the first couple minutes, to see if he has it tonight. If the jumper's working, if he's getting separation, if he's making good plays. Uh, if not, I, I would I would cut him because Dennis is actually fits better with this team. He just you know Dennis does everything, but just shoot doesn't shoot well. Um, yeah, then he got his shit beat on because he got that long ass fucking wind up that he got to shoot from fucking his fucking hip in the fourth quarter. Sorry about that. I was really pissed off about. We're in the game and and Dennis Schroeder has open three and hit that wind up really pisses me the fuck off. I don't want to say uh, less Lonnie Walker, but uh, Lonnie Lonnie didn't look great today either. Um, more minutes for Austin Reeves. More minutes, pl- uh, please, Ham. It's Thirty-eight. Well, how many more minutes do you want? He played 36. Um, I, I want him in the 40s like LeBron and AD. He he looks like he's fresh. I don't know about that knee. Um, I think uh they should. I think they should try Vanderbilt a little more. I think the him being out there hurt the Nuggets a little more than 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 expected. I feel like the changeup with him out him him out there uh, actually helped. Um. But I, I could see the Nuggets just have putting Joker on him and just letting, you know, having Joker muck, uh, muck up the paint and, and just trying to dare Vando to shoot. Um, What else? What else? What else? So I, I got a fun little statistic to throw at you. Sure. So out of 447 <clears throat> games played in the NBA Conference Finals, right, series, the team that has a lead going up 2-0 after tonight has won the series 92.6% of the time. And teams that recovered from a 0-2 deficit has been 74 And I hate to say this, 
LeBron could be in that 7.4 because, like I said, he's like Tom Brady in the way that you got LeBron on your team. Like all the stats that come out, like they're all they're all good to hear. But like this has been the weirdest playoffs. Like we have a fucking eighth seed ahead of the fucking two seed in the fucking Eastern Conference. Yeah, (laughs) I think the playing throws that off now. Yeah, like it's a whole bunch. Like it's a whole bunch. Like the um. And then this can be the transition, so we're done with them. I we're think we got to have a pre-bubble and pre-play-in. We're going to move on to the Celtics and the Heat. But, like, literally, the Heat were the 26th offense in the during the regular season. I think they scored 113 points, which is the realm of the, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Charlotte Hornets, if I remember correctly. But in during the playoffs, they're they're scoring 126 points, which is like you know two notches away from the Warriors. It's it's freaking crazy, and they haven't done anything different besides what make more threes. It's fucking crazy. They Kyle Lowry's been back brought back to life. Uh, but yeah, so the Heat are up 1-0 on the Boston Celtics as we're recording this. They play tomorrow Friday, um, in Boston. This so that's so the for for those who are keeping count at home, the Miami Heat. Through all three of their rounds in the in, in the in the playoffs so far, have won being the underdog, have won game one in every one of the series. Each one. Which has only happened, I can't remember the other team that's done it, but it, it's been like 20 years since it's happened. It's freaking crazy. For those who don't believe in heat culture. It's not for those real. who don't believe in heat culture, it's a real thing. It's not real. Hashtag heat culture, whatever. <laughs> Hashtag heat culture. Just a bunch, just a bunch of G League dudes that play hard. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, and Gab. Jimmy, and Jimmy fucking Butler. Hey, um, hey, Gab. You gotta say heat culture for the one time. Come on, you gotta come on here uh, and say heat culture. Come on, you gotta, so, you gotta, you gotta strut your big guy, Pat Riley. <laughs> not just Pat Riley. It is also Eric Spolstra. Eric, Don't ever know, put some fucking respect on that guy's fucking name. Seven undrafted fucking players on the roster. Look. And what the fuck are we doing to the Boston Celtics right now? Beating them on their fucking home court. Look, look. Nobody's doubting the as I've been screaming from rooftops to everybody, the bubble was real. I don't want to hear who, anything. Nobody talking about the bubble again. My, my thing is who who kept saying it wasn't? People like, what, what do you mean people was been down the bubble since it happened? Mickey Mouse. And I never and, and I never and I never listened to those people. Me neither. I don't even, Me neither. I, I don't even I don't acknowledge anybody who tries to not validate a championship because that's stupid. Everybody, everybody went through the same condition. All I keep saying is like everybody went through the same thing. It was okay. like there were no fans. Okay. It's, it's everybody went through the same thing. There was no home court advantage. Okay. Everybody went through the same thing. They didn't have their families. Okay. Everybody went through the same thing. <laughs> it was pure basketball in the best and whatever. Anyway. Whatevs. Um, yeah, so what do you guys think of the series, man? Uh how <laughs> I mean, clearly it's gonna be long. It's it's gonna it's gonna be a longer series now, because I don't think Boston while while Boston defensively have had their struggles, I think they figured out what they need to do from uh, offensively. Jason Tatum it's been trick or treat with Jason Tatum between game six, him arguably playing the worst game by a superstar top five player. Uh, Jarrell uh, says about Jason Tatum and then literally becoming the undertaker in game six, saving their literally saving their season. And then him just turn into a fucking volcano eruption in game seven. Couldn't miss shit. Uh, uh, having the, the, the record for game seven, dropping 51 and then literally turn into another pumpkin. 
uh, in game one against Jimmy Buckets. Uh, so, yeah, biggest takeaways for you guys, Ben. For uh, uh, Rel, I'll start with you with this series. And then, uh, and then uh, this series is one of the, I would say this series is, I like the series as far as like the matchups go. Like the the cross matching that 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 they're doing. Like uh, when I watch the Heat, I like watching what Spo's going to do. How is he going to draw? So you know what matchup is he going to focus on? But overall, I just think you know this is like Jason Tatum. Like he's relentless. That's what I would say. Relentless. He. I. I just. I just. I just don't understand. Like he stole something for them. I. I just don't understand what's up with this Boston team. Like, and it's really frustrating. And I'm not even a Boston. I, I, you know, I hate Boston. Fuck Boston overall. But, right. uh, but I just, I just don't know. Like, I just, it just makes it just doesn't make any sense. Like, Jason Tatum didn't even the turnovers in the fourth. Um, <laughs> hell, even going down, like hell, they they've lost several games in the playoffs this year. I don't even know what their record is, but I can count the ones in Atlanta. Um, going dating back to they last let year, Philly too. win two two of Philly's wins was on Brand Boston's court. Yeah. Two of them. I just, I. I just, I, I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about this team anymore. And I think they can lose, and I think they're going to lose the series now because they fucked around. I believe you have to, I believe it's hard to, I'm, I'm telling you, you, when you get in that building, when you get in that heat arena and, 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 and that flame, and flames start pumping yeah. and the heat is on. Oh, 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 no, 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 oh, they, they do the heat is on too oh, when they oh, win. Oh. But, but it's hard to win that fucking arena. And I feel like when you're at this stage, of the playoffs, the first thing you got to do is win at home. So I don't believe good, to, you know, so they they didn't. They, then they struggled. And, and whatever happened, no matter what happens in game two, I believe Boston's in trouble, not only for this year, but I believe that there's some questions you got to ask about the pairing of Tatum and Brown. Uh, Dustin? I, I just got to say, it's that time of year where uh, Hemi Butler comes out. And he has no fucking regards for who the fuck you are. He's coming at you for the whole fucking game. And, you know, everybody was saying is, oh, Bam doesn't have another go-to guy with him. And that's kind of like heat culture right now is let Jimmy be Jimmy. And then whoever <laughs> is around him is going to fucking show up. One game Bam be is fucking... one player I am disappointed in. I would have to yeah. show up, but I would say that Bam is somebody who I just, I, even though he had 20 points a game one, I just, I just need another love for Bam to help Jimmy. So See, Zach talked my... about on the pod, this, I, I, I kind of agree with Zach on the pod where he was basically like, people are, you know, people want Bam to be this certain type of player. He should bully this. Like Bam is, if there's one player in the league that can guard one through five, I I think Bam is number one on my list to guard one through five. He has but no they need help on offense, and he don't even be looking sure. at the rim sometimes. The, uh, yeah, sometimes he's passive. I agree with that. No, no, no problem. But I just hate that damn dribble handoff where he don't even look at the rim. But go ahead, Justin. <laughs> my thing is, is with Bam, you already asked so much for that dude on the defensive end. You know. Yeah. And on the defensive end. Sometimes you don't, you can't bring it on the offensive side, and that's what that was like, my thing I, for AD. Like that's why I feel like AD, like AD played an A minus B plus defensive game today as well. Difference is Bam is six nine, AD seven foot. So yeah, but that that's also the differences. Y'all gotta remember to win today though. They just Bam is only six nine. You can't 
like expect a like even though he plays center, he's six nine. Yeah, he's yeah. not gonna be he's not gonna be moving Al Horford. He's not gonna be moving these guys around. Like his post game, like if anything, he's a he's kind of pl- almost kind of in a way just be like Julius Randle play downhill. I rather would you rather have Draymond on offense or Bam out of bio? I I'd rather have Bam because Bam will still get you to clean yeah, up Bam. around the around. And he'll still get you 20 points consistently. Having Steph makes Draymond good because, like, yeah, yeah, the attention that's drawn to Steph. But I, I do got, definitely got to say, shout out to the resurgence of Kyle Lowry. He went missing in the regular season. That and, bastard. And he fucking, he's showing up when the lights are the yeah. brightest. But he was I do. Negative agree. 11, and they still won yesterday. He's him and. How are they getting 28 minutes out of Kyle Lowry at this point? It's like, somebody needs to investigate this shit, bro. <laughs> Like he he was dead for six months and he played twenty eight minutes or, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Impossible. Whatever they nah, do over there in Miami, the, the thing I, that's killing me is literally the, the fucking Zayas. Bill Simmons would call them the zombie Heat made Cody Zeller a fucking valuable playoff fucking player. How Man, is Cody, Cody Zeller, Zeller playing playoff basketball and not getting murdered? How the fuck is he still in the league? That's the better question to ask. Huh? How the fuck is he still in the league? I honestly, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I don't think that's the right Martin. I believe that's <laughs> the other part. I believe that's the other Martin because no, there's a couple times, there's a couple threes, and I was like, what the <laughs> It's like, that's, yo, that's, 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 that's your jump shot. Hey, that's so jump that's shot. the best thing to do when you so, have a twin. Stop hating. Hey, uh, the Morris twins pulled that off. Uh, yeah, when, they pulled that uh, off a couple of years. I, I can't ago. wait for the tell-all book when they do that. When they just but, tell all the time they because we 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 got the good one in the bubble. That's okay. what I'm saying. The, the good one came over there. So I I do gotta say though, Rel is onto something, but I think he he's wrong. I think you're wrong about the Brown and Tatum pe- comparison. I think that the Boston Celtics have a bigger issue than that, and I think it's a Marcus Smart issue, a Robert mm. Williams issue, mm. and an Al Horford issue, and a Grant Williams issue. But those the are parts the, you can change. Though. They won't play Grant Williams. But that's what I'm road. saying. And he was supposed to be. Didn't he want like forty million or something or fifty million or something this he, year? He wanted to get paid like he was Draymond. He's going to be a great Ooh. spur. He's going to be a great spur playing with Victor. We'll no, no, he won't even be a spur. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. He'll be a great blazer. He'll be a great spur. Keep going. He'll be a great blazer. Yeah. Um, he'll but, go back to Memphis. He's from Tennessee, so he'll yeah. go to Memphis. But that's my thing, though. There's still is, a team in Memphis. Keep going. But my thing is, is I just think that Tatum and Brown combined since they've been in the league, this is what their fourth or fifth or sixth Eastern Conference final that they've been to. It's tough. It's a hell of a run. It's, it's tough to break that up. And I would say the, from the one person I'm out on is Jalen Brown. Like I'm like I'm just done. I'm out I, on. I still think it's it amazes me how he still dribbles the ball off his foot like three or four times a game. I don't know about you, but Tatum or Brown. If I fucking close my eyes, I don't want to see either one of them ever dribble a basketball again. I'm sick of it. Neither one of them have a handle. I mean, I mean, Jason Tatum, he dribbles like he dribbles like a baby deer sometimes. I'm like Jason Tatum. Oh, that's like, what I call Mando. Keep going. Like I, I, I just, I just, I just don't understand Jason Tatum's handle sometimes. I mean, he dribbles the ball out so far in front of you, and he has to snatch you on the first move because if he don't, you're probably going to catch up to it. Same thing with Jalen Brown. He's a beeline dribbler. They have nobody with any sauce in their bag. They got nobody with anybody who can who can kind of create a little. I mean, they got creators, but who can really dribble like that? But that, honestly, I just think that's leading to these heat turnovers 
Because look at that fucking fourth quarter and look at all the things that happened. Look at all the, tra- the traveling. The stupid closeout pump fake one foot shit that he does. And he pump fakes the shot up and he does, but he holds the foot. He was traveling on those. I'm like, this is on Jason Tatum. Like, they don't call traveling. I, don't know. Uh, I hate to be the person. I, so, real quick, I, I mean, you guys have knocked it out. So, I don't even want to need to add anything. Um, I think Boston's going to win game two. And then they're going to go home and Miami might win the next two, depending on how that home crowd is. The only thing with Miami is, is if they're knocking down threes, they're going to get put themselves in good position to win. Um, looking ahead, and I hate to be this person because, but I, since then, I, I just listened to a pile where they broke down the new CBA and all the, the rules and everything. That's, um, I don't know, like, there's going to be a lot of teams ducking the second, second apron. Because mm-hmm. they, the penalties are just so high, we're not like we might see one team go into second apron for for one year, but they're not. You're never going to see repeaters because of the, the fucking penalties are so bad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost NFL salary cap. It's the way it, it's it's, it's it's like a soft cap. Um, I think that Boston's going to start shedding some of these pieces, so this might be the best Boston team we see for a while until this cap set cap cut. I think because. Oh, that, that, that I agree with you. I'm saying I think that you're, you're on to something. Um, there's no way that Boston's gonna be able to keep Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum on two supermaxes because they're gonna have to offer Jason Jalen Brown the supermax. Uh, Jason Tatum is is you know he's already eligible because he made first team All NBA. Um, Wait, has Jalen Brown made an All NBA team? He made, he made, he made third year. team this year or second. He made second team this year. Yeah. Second team. Oh, okay, second but truthfully, I I think that they're they're not gonna be able to probably... keep all these pieces. The um, roster is better with trading Jalen Brown if they don't want to change sure. the sure. That's what I'm saying. So this, I, I, so we we honestly might be looking at the last hurrah of the Boston Celtics because them, like other a couple other other teams, they're gonna have to start shedding talent. Is gonna be start. You're gonna see the these big name teams start shedding talent. It's gonna be it's gonna be here, really weird. Here's um, my question, and, and then maybe you can help me out understand this. How is it that when if if Teams are going to start shedding salaries, but the price of contracts are going up. Yep. So, so wh- like, like, where's the like? I don't understand. Like, like, who is this really going to benefit in the long term grand scheme of things? Because if the contracts are going up, the salary cap hasn't really increased unless they're waiting until the new TV deal comes along. What the new TV deal? What is that? What is what is this apron shit really going to do other than I, piss people off? I. I got an idea. It's oh, it's an expansion. They're trying to get all these big name players spread out. So when they do this expansion, where they add two to four teams, sure. That I mean, that, they, that's an idea. But expansion is not coming to another like six, eight. Till after the TV deal, and then four years the after that. Deal. Yeah, but that that's what I'm thinking that they're getting ready for. Because I just to me like I to use them as examples, the Warriors, right? They had that injury cap, and they went out and got Vincenzo and all that shit. They wouldn't have gotten Vincenzo before that because of the the cap or with the new cap that's coming out. So I think but it's see, I don't care about those. No, they got Vincenzo for the taxi players. Yeah, they got it. Yeah, that's it. That was the uh, yeah. Uh, but 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 don't you do you lose your 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 your, your, your mid level exam after a certain apron or yeah? You oh, you talk about if you're in a second apron. Yeah, yeah. You're the the penalties are bad. Okay, so this is real nerdy. So I understand that people want to listen to this, but I'm gonna talk about just some of the second neighbor stuff. Um, yes. Yeah, so on top of you 
losing your taxpayer MLE, which actually is money now. It's like somewhere in the eight to ten million dollar range. Obviously, they they freeze your picks. So like say so we're in 2023. If you're in the second apron, they would freeze your your 2027 and 2028 pick, and you can't touch them at all. You can't trade them. You can't move them. You can't add them to anything until you're out of the tax for a whole year. So you can't jump out and be like, oh, I can trade this. You have to be you out for an entire season. Um, so, Rel, you, you asked the question. To this shit. Um, it's, it's fucking crazy. Um, you asked the question, uh, who does this benefit? I think, I mean, it benefits the superstars because they're going to be the one that's making 60 to $70 million. Like, Luca's. Lucas next contract, he's gonna be the one. Lucas gonna be making like upwards of sixty to seventy million dollars. Here's, here's, here's my rebuttal to, to your question: is that is that if the market is going up, but they're trying to stop teams from spending, does that make sense to you? Say to the I'm sorry. The market is going up for players, but they don't want they want teams to for stop superstar spending. players. The middle class is the one that's getting fucked. Got you. That's so what that's all I wanted to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The so middle class players. Like, There's not going to be any more Chandler Parsons. You're going to see great okay. players and just <laughs> taking the 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 the, the taxpayer uh the taxpayer uh, MLE and shit like that. There's going to be great player like teams are going to be more selfish with play uh, with uh, with player options. You're going to see a lot of players just doing team options because they're just going to want to take that 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 security of having that money. It's going to be really really strange in the next seven years because the players accept this. But the crazy, like, this is going to be the whole thing that's being talked about, but there's a whole bunch of other cool benefits that the players got that, you know, won't even be talked about. I'm sorry uh, for anybody that want to talk about this tax nerd stuff. All right, so let's talk about some draft stuff. All right, so yesterday, no, Tuesday, sorry, forgot what day it was. So after game, before game one of the NBA, uh, the, Western, uh, the Western Conference Finals, we had the draft lottery. And just like we talked about Victor Wimbiyama, uh, the the San Antonio Spurs got the number one overall pick. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets got the number two overall pick. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers got the number three overall pick. So obviously, most with all that, they're not allowed to announce it anymore, which is weird too. By the way, they're not. They, you know, they can just declare like, "Yo, we're taking, we're taking this." Like the the Cavaliers when they. <laughs> When, when the Cavaliers got the number one overall pick, the, the LeBron year, they was just like, yeah, just we don't care who's after that. We're taking LeBron. Um, they can't announce it, but obviously they're going to take Victor Wimbiyama. Um, There's been a lot of talk and a lot of speculation and a lot of hype around Victor Wimbiyama. A lot of people have come out and said a lot of crazy things about Victor Wimbiyama. But uh, so Woj came out on the show and said he spoke to several GMs of of in the NBA that said not only is Victor Wimbanyama the greatest NBA uh prospect of all time, he's the greatest prospect in professional sports of all time. Um and I don't have the range to to even declare that that'd be like a real thing because obviously he watches uh he, obviously we watch baseball he he watches baseball I do not um we got we all watch football but how is that even a thing? Like, who? I mean, I, I, truthfully, I think I think the greatest prospect ever was your boy Peyton Manning, because yeah. everybody knew what he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Brian like Lee had the hype too, though. That was the same year. But yeah, but I mean, but if you saw Peyton at Tennessee at UT, you knew he was that dude. He was a walking offense, and 
And like that to me, and then he came in and became he installed his his own <laughs> offense in his first yeah. year. So that to me, that to me is the greatest prospect ever. That's why I just want to shit on that more so than even LeBron James because LeBron James lived up to his level of right. like like of, of what he could do at a high school level. Payne Manny, I mean, even though Payne Manny never won a championship at Tennessee, he was still one of the better quarterbacks in the in the draft that year. I I personally, and from what he did, from like he was dominant in college, you know, and then dominant in the field, I just think it's Payne Manny. But I can't say the Vic because you know I'm not. I just think all the best prospect shit ever is just I don't know, just kind of like you know measuring straws. It just doesn't really matter. Like they're putting a lot of hype. Go ahead, Dustin. <clears throat> so. This Victor Weminyama hype that everybody's like buying into about how he is kind of falls into the whole Zion thing, right? Zion being no. like this. Oh, let, hold on, I'm just let, let you just, talk, but no, it's not the same thing. But keep going. <laughs> was Zion? Was Zion? Everybody followed him in middle school, right? Everybody followed right. him in high school. Everybody followed oh, him. So he ball his he, life every two minutes. Yeah. So. He built that reputation is not saying as the best prospect, but he had the most hype because of all the following that he had on social media. Right. And his play backed it up. And it's, I feel like it's kind of like the same thing with Victor Weminyama. When once he started getting it going, that's all everybody I saw on Twitter was posting clips of is, oh, my God, look at this guy. Look at this guy. And the sure amount of people that came out here to watch Victor play the the two games that he came out here and, and Henderson. Yeah, we and all played, have to saw live. Yeah. Yeah. Like. There was a lot of NBA eyes and a lot of people that were curious to see who this guy was that showed up. And I got fortunate enough to see both games. And I'll tell you what, the first game was a little rough. He did still play phenomenal, but the second game he stood out. And I can see why people say that he's like one of the greatest prospects ever. But I'm just like, I'm just thinking right now in NHL, they have this kid from Canada that everybody's been tanking for for the last. Blackhawks, right? Or he hasn't got drafted yet, but they're well, expecting going to the Blackhawks. Black yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going it's, to the Blackhawks. It's the same thing. Like it's it's kind of tough to say you're the best prospect. He's a prodigy. What, what's yeah. his name? I don't know his name to be honest with you. I only when it comes down to hockey. Look up I his name pay, while I talk right now, man. We could get to it. The only time um, I pay attention to hockey is when it's the Golden Knights and the Habs. That's about it. That's how I'm with football right now. Um, basically, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm with rail. Um, I didn't, I, I don't know why I didn't think of Peyton Manning, but I just think, you know, the greatest prospect of all time is kind of hype. Uh, Chris Boussard said some Connor, Connor Bedard. Yeah. Connor, Connor Bedard. Bedard. Yeah. So Chris Boussard said some crazy shit on first things first. Did you guys hear what he said? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Chris Boussard, awesome basketball analyst. I, I, I trust his knowledge. He has an NBA vote. I, I, I think he's really astute and smart when it comes to basketball. But this man fixed his mouth <laughs> to say that a KD Anthony Davis type of career would be a disappointment for Victor Wimanyama. And I don't know how you can say that. That's just wild. So he, like again, and then so to, to go off piggyback of what something else Woj said that uh, during the same uh, uh, telecast for the draft, he said, and I'm uh, I'm make sure I want to get the quote correctly. Um, he said, "There's GMs that believe th- that Victor Wembanyama three years from now will be the best offensive and defensive player in the league." And again, 
the hype they're trying to create for this kid. Again, I'm calling him a kid. He's 19, but he is, you know, he's a kid to us. We're young, older than him. But um, there's been no player that's been the best at offense and defensive league at the same time besides Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's it. End of list. There's no other players that's done that. Mike didn't do that. Braun never did that. There was never one time where the best offensive player and was this also the same best defensive player in the league. No. What about Russell? I'm not. I can't go back to that Rolodex, but I know Kareem was. What about what about uh, Giannis's uh, finals run, like that no. that whole year? No. No? no. no. Okay. Okay. I just had I, I had asked. <laughs> no, but I would just say this: it's gonna be hard because I don't know. I'll be honest with you, as somebody who has watched this game a lot, and I've been watching a lot. Of, you know what's crazy too that I found out that this this is the team that he's on is actually might be folding real soon. Like they yeah, might be going yeah, yeah. Uh, Who said that? Um, Wendy said it. Wendy said, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hey, Boris uh, DL just fronted the money to get this dude to the Spurs. What you mean? <laughs> hey, you know what? That's the next. That's, that's some real. That's some real. That, that's the next thing I want to get to. It's just the fact that this here we go. Here we go. Conspiracy <laughs> theory. It, nah, no, get your but, shit off. I mean, I do think it's it's just weird. Like, how did the Spurs get like you know? Y'all don't think it's kind of weird. I, I I love the fact that he's going to the Spurs. I, I don't. Went to Houston, I, I think that sucks. If he would have went to Houston, I would have been mad. Charlotte would have been okay. Uh, Blazers, they would have been doing cartwheels. Um, Detroit There's with Bucky's out there. Victor Wimayama, they got a Bucky's. That's a gas station with like, they sell food. Detroit would have been fine. <laughs> um, no, Detroit would have been awful for him. Uh, I mean, him and Kay could, could be fun. Bro, I'm not a cave fan anymore. The only problem with the, I mean, it doesn't matter, but the only problem with Detroit is that they already got like fucking four centers over there. They got five, bro. Yeah. They just traded for Wiseman to top like, it out. <laughs> they don't need another seven foot plus. Uh, Orlando would have been really fun. Like, Orlando, if you want to talk about fun, just best case scenario. If they really wanted to help him, you put him with Tibbs and the Knicks. The no, Mavericks right. lose the pick. The, from the Porzingis right, trade, let's get on the this 10, hold on, let me finish. The ten pick goes to one. The Knicks get the number one. You put Victor Wembanyama and New Yorker Brunson and Thibodeau, and then the, the, and we're back, baby. So Thibodeau can literally kill uh, Victor Wembanyama. No, that's just a myth, bro. Forty-two minutes Tibbs, in his first listen, year. Listen, listen, listen. Tibbs just won't cast that can play. And I like Tibbs. I'm a Tibbs guy now. Like I'm, a, like, I'm in. Like Tibbs. Like if I didn't have a ham, I want a Tibbs. You know. <laughs> Tibbs, you gotta check when you when you get a Nick player, you gotta check the Carfax on him because that miles on the on that tread is fucking. No, is it his fucking fault that he had nobody else to play at the end of the game? He's he, just gonna he play who the, he wants to play. He had the poor Quentin Grimes. Anyway, uh, he, he he sat Julius in a playoff game. What are you talking about? Well, that's because he Julius, Julius in a playoff game. That's because Julius sucks and Dwight Howard is right. He should probably just play. <laughs> For those who don't know, Dwight Howard is trying to recruit a whole bunch of people to Taiwan Taiwan and Julius Randle's one. For name. another reason, though. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All right, ball. so obviously we saved the, this for last, and then we're going to get up out of here. Um, so obviously, before last time we recorded, the John Morant stuff was not reported. Actually, was it reported? Are we going to talk about John Wick? John Wick. John Wick part two. <laughs> um, so I, I don't necessarily want to talk about John, John Wick I do. that deep. I do. I want to talk about JJ Reddick's comments about Ja. Um, so JJ Reddick went on first take and went viral. 
uh, I don't want to get, the, I don't want to have the quotes right in front of me, but I'm going to give you guys the gist of what he said. Um, <clears throat> actually, I probably should get the quotes because I don't want to misquote them. Uh, do you know the, 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 you have the gist of what he said basically or no? I don't want to misquote him, but pretty much like JJ Reddick said that he didn't break any laws. Like, right. Like, he didn't break any laws, Twitter. He said that basically that we should, that yeah. this country doesn't condemn politicians and yeah. people who are in high political forms, but we want to we want to throw this kid out who was twenty three years old who didn't do anything wrong. JJ Reddick, let me tell you one thing, and I'm just just, just get this off real quick. JJ Reddick, yeah. nobody watches uh, our local politicians that play basketball. Nobody watches our local politicians for 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 entertainment purposes. Nobody, nobody does that. Nobody buys the shoes. Nobody buys the jersey. I don't buy a fucking suit jacket and say, "Oh, this is my local politician's favorite suit jacket that I'm gonna wear just because of him." Is he ready? Just shut up. It's like, oh my god, I can't, I can't believe he asked me to get a contract. So I, 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 I agree with Rel on this, but for the politician thing that he was referring to, he mentioned that there was a politician that for their Christmas card, him and his whole family, they held it. Yeah, yeah, and they sent it out. But here's my thing is, is I this is what Draymond, uh, Draymond came out and said this. The clip has been circled around on Twitter today. If Draymond pretty much said, hey, look, dude, like you saw the interview with Adam Silver at the draft when he got asked the question hurt. and he said he was hurt. And Draymond Green pretty much said it. He said Adam Silver is a player, like player advocate. Commissioner. commissioner. Yeah. Yeah. A player commissioner. And for you to have this conversation with him and then to pretty much go against him, that kind of hurts. And especially right now, like in America, we're having issues with gun violence in schools, in malls, in shootings and everything else. And predominantly, a lot of these kids who like John Morant that you see hitting the fucking gritty in their fucking basketball games at their fucking boys and girls club. Yeah. All this shit that John Morant has influence on. that trick? Keep yeah, going. all that stuff. The NBA is a business. It, but, but, at the end of the at the end of the day, and you're one of the faces of the business. And when you're waving a gun around and like it, especially with the influence you have, it's it's not a good look for the NBA. It's not a good look for the Grizzlies, and especially for the amount of run-ins that John Morant has had in the last six months is. Like it's not a good track track record, and Gilbert Arenas said it too, or Gilbert Arenas kind of said it. He's the one who had the first gun punishment in the NBA, and he said pretty much like you're fucking with their money. So, um, you hit on something that I that 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 uh I wanted to talk about. So, there's a there's a lot of um he did nothing wrong Twitter going on. So like. Drell sent the the JJ thing, and it was a lot of. I read the comments. Again, I don't normally go and do. Sometimes I do, but I just I go in the comments to just get a general consensus of what people in what I like to call sheeple think, right? Um, and it was a lot of. That's right, JJ. You tell me you did nothing wrong. It was a lot of that. It was a lot of that in in, in the comment section. To those people, I say this: for those who he did nothing wrong, Twitter. Those people. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna use an example, and I if I can remember the person that I listened to that said this, I would say their name, but and give them credit. But I don't remember. It might have been Nick Wright, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, same situation. So say if 
um, uh, me and my partner uh, record ourselves having sex and it's leaked on, on social, right? And then your employer sees it, right? They can be like, hey, whoa, buddy. Just, you know, you didn't do nothing wrong, but just don't leak that, you know, just keep that to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I they we have a conversation and we talk back and forth. And we, you know, I explain to them and I say that will never that won't happen again. I I I, I was compassionate and I told them that I don't think that I, was, I don't, you know, understand how that was wrong. And then in two months it happens again and I leave the same thing happens again and I leak it on Twitter again. Just a freak, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just a freak. Um there, like, why? Why do people feel like there shouldn't be punishment for your repercussions for actions? Like, it's because we're not, like we're not asking for him to go in handcuffs. We're no. not asking for him to go to jail. Mm-mm. We're asking him that his employer, the read the come the play the place that needs that wants to expand, and he's a face. He's a face of Nike. Uh, to not also Coca Cola. Coca-Cola, Powerade. Mind you, Powerade hadn't had an athlete in five years. He was John yeah. Brent was the first, first one they dealt with. They're and just, this is the shit they pulled. They're just asking you to not be stupid and flash your gun and and, and have a gun. And and then in this, I can say this in close, and then you guys can pick me back off of this. So uh, I said we weren't going to talk about the specific of John Morant thing, but this, this conversation was brought up, uh, and I thought this was interesting, too. Why do you guys feel like John Morant has a gun on him, right? Like, so, like, why do you feel like he feels the need to have a gun around him? Because there was another video, because, uh, you know, not only has John Morant been doing, you know, that, but he's been also promoting club, like, he's been doing IG model shit, where he's been, like, pr- club promoting, like, where he's going to be at a club and he's getting paid. And it's, and it's, it's just like, you're an NBA fucking athlete. Why are you club promoting, like, you're fucking fine IG, honey? Um, but he's been in some of these clubs that aren't in the best of places. So there, apparently there was, <clears throat> there's no video of this, but this is just word of mouth. Um, there was a, there, he was standing on a car holding a gun at one point at one of these places in Memphis for, but again, there's no video. There's no picture. This is just word of mouth. People stuff was saying, and it wasn't in one of the nicest neighborhoods, um, from what was being, what was, what was, uh, said, um, so yeah, I don't know what how the NBA is going to go about this. I've, we've heard twenty games. I've heard forty games. I heard the whole season. I think that's extreme. Oh, you know, I've, I've I've come I've changed my tune. I don't want no suspension. I don't want no suspension. I just want John Morant to keep shaking his dick at the league until the and, until the car crash. I, I'm just waiting on the car crash, and that's all I want. Whether it be a murder case or whether it be somebody running up on him. Fuck it. I don't care if the you don't care. Gonna learn them. I don't care. So here's the thing. I don't give a fuck. Don't suspend them. Let him bring the blick to the bench. I don't give a fuck at this point. At this point, he just because he when you do stupid shit, and the whole thing is I knew he was full of shit when he gave when he gave that bullshit answer. No, you don't think his 78 hours in Florida saved him? Eight hours in Florida, like he just don't care. And then my whole thing is like he's somebody who I feel like he, got that. he, got, with a he has money and he wants to prove I can still do jaw shit or or well, I'm not fuck this shit. I'm not causing motherfucking job anymore. I'm not to marry his shit. I, I can still do to marry his shit and, and still do 
and, and still have all this money. But like Charles Buckley said, you, you, you can be Tamarius, but you can't be in the NBA. So it's fine. Whatever murder charge, I feel like this Aaron Hernandez situation coming up real soon. It's gonna be a murder charge coming up because he doesn't wow. get it, and he don't give a fuck either. This guy, he, he dark. don't, he don't give a fuck. I, I feel like we're, I feel All like right, we're so real quick before we get out of here. Highway to hell. Do you guys think I've been asking people, and I've heard, I've gotten mixed questions. Do you think Nike pulls his shoe? They already they did. They already, they already did. did. Nike like he's they, gonna be no, not put not put, but like you think he's no longer gonna be a Nike signature. They should. I hope no. so. I, I hope they. So. I hope they already they should. They already pulled Real, off. So, Rel, you say you, they should, and Dustin, what do you say? They already oh, pulled they, his. They pushed back his release, but they haven't nah, put the secret yet. Nah, they pulled it off of the website. They took the date off of everything. Well, we're talking about I, the actual I, deal. I, I don't understand. Are, do you if, think Nike yeah. is going to leave him? Yeah, yeah. I think I think Nike has learned its lesson over the years. I think they pull it, but I do got to say uh, this this video going around of the eight mile shit of Eminem rapping over it. And they're going oh, through yeah. jaws live. That shit is funny as fuck. But I, 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 I job, you just know we can scratch that shit off and turn that shit into who ain't got a signature sneaker out right now. It can easily I was, be. I was joking with somebody got, else. And if only you acted the way you were in that commercial, nigga, just show up to play basketball. And <laughs> you in that commercial, that commercial for some reason, where you was getting beat on by the Lakers that kept on coming on. <laughs> where you, do all the John Morant have guns in the video? Now I'm questioning: Do all the Jaws have guns? Do we need to question all the Jaws? And I, I just think I, I was think, joking with somebody that I think they're just gonna give the the Jaw one. They're gonna change the name and they're just gonna give it to De'Aaron Fox and call it the Fox One. <laughs> bro, <laughs> might as well just slide it to De'Aaron Fox. Just you, slide it to De'Aaron Fox. Hey, no, at this point they're gonna apologize. Guys, to Paul George. Hey, Paul George. Sorry, we're gonna rebrand your shoe again. Here you go. No, you already asked nigga. <laughs> just hey, hey, D book. I know you've been balling all of a sudden, but here's the D book one. Anyway, uh, and I, I do think he gets suspended. I don't think it should be for no, half he's gonna the season. Suspended. How many games do you say ballpark? I, I would say ballpark. Right. I, I think anywhere between the twenty to twenty-five. I think missing like, like a quarter of the season is gonna be better than missing like half of the season. And to be honest, the way he low managed. It don't really matter because you like you know it's like I mean, he go that it's, twenty games the, the he gonna miss it regardless. The crazy thing is, this is gonna help the Memphis Grizzlies because because he won't he won't be they able to play him. that many games. So if we go off what Destin scenario is, he he only plays twenty games. This the next year they're implementing you don't get awards if you only if you play sixty five games right. You have to play sixty five games. So yeah, John Morant. That's two years. He's he's not. That means he's two years. He's not got All NBA or MVP, so he won't be eligible for the Super Duper Max, which in essence just saves the Memphis Grizzlies. If he gets his shit together, it just it's essence just saves the Memphis Grizzlies from having playing a buckload of money, but, so be able to get more players. I would never so It kind of just saves the Grizzlies a little bit. Uh, but they should try to. I I, I I'll, and I'll if, he, they, if we keep it in the buck and a half, if he would have played the entire season, he probably would have made All NBA. He probably would have took De'Aaron's Fox spot. Contrary to the conversation we had with Jesse, they definitely try to trade him. The headache is not worth the fucking production. It's just not. Your organization, no one player is bigger than your whole fucking team. And when you do that and when you make a player better than your whole team, you just keep feeding to this bullshit. He's never going to trade. I would try to trade his ass right now. I, I'm going to say my last part of this. Okay. When are we going to start blaming the Grizzlies organization? They're clearly enablers. Blame them for what? But what hold, my thing is, is they enabled this whole Grizzly situation from, from Dylan Brooks. Went on the Hoop Collective a couple months ago and talked about how 
they're finally owning up to some of the stuff they let slide as far as letting job and then you hear the player stay like after a away game let them let the team stay over because you know the superstar usually controls when the the plane listen when you ain't been with somebody that's that good in a while you're gonna break your back a couple times to bend over backwards that's true but here, well, Kev, yeah, like the thing, the thing that you said earlier, kind of like sparked something that we heard in the reports and ended up coming out true. Is you said that Jaw's been promoting the club shit, right? Yeah. And before the whole gun incident in Denver happened, they had the team meeting where Stephen Adams was pretty much calling out Jaw, saying, "Hey, bro, stop going out to the club, stop drinking, like let's yep. let's get the fuck out of here." And I, I, I hate to say this, but. I want to put some of this blame on the Grizzlies. You enabled this shit. You should own up to it. And quite frankly, even though that they should be punishing Jod, they should also be punishing the Grizzlies for this as well because you enabled the fuck out of it. Uh, So all that being said, the real people are not being pointed as the problem. The real people who are to blame for this is the Los Angeles Lakers for putting the Grizzlies out too soon because if they were still playing, John Morant wouldn't be doing what he's doing. All right. Anyway. (laughs) All right. So, um, all right, Dustin, thank you for coming on, man. Especially, uh, I know you're, you're on cloud nine, your team one, two, oh, um, it's not cloud nine yet, Kev. It's cloud two. As, as, as a, as a, as a, as a Laker legend, the Laker legend once said, job's not finished. Job's not done. That only applies to us. You can't probably to nobody else, bro. You out of here. <laughs> Um, Lakers should, should do what they need to do at home, protect home court. They haven't lost an entire playoffs at home. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but the tough thing is they got to win four games out of – they got to win four of the next – Four and five, which is – Which is tough. It says a whole lot. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. We love you guys. Uh, we're those millennials and Dustin, and we're out.